gather on us here today, Lord God, and continue to cover us with your grace and your mercy. Yes, Heavenly Father, that you consecrate and anoint this worship service, Father, and continue to manifest yourself as you have already. Yes. Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for your visitation. We just thank you for your blessings, Lord God. We pray, Heavenly Father, that you bless as your word go forth, Lord God. Yes, Lord. That your word may not return unto you void, Heavenly Father. And we believe that it's going to be done. Father, we ask that you step forth, Lord God, and I step back and just magnify you, Lord God, and just stand in awe at your holiness and your word. And Father, thank you. And ask Heavenly Father for preaching power and persuasion, Lord God. For wisdom and knowledge, Lord God. And yes. Father, we counsel any satanic and demonic attack right now, Heavenly Father. Yes, Father. That your people may receive your word, Lord God, and we may leave here better than we came here. And we thank you for the blessings right now. Father, this prayer is blessing best to your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Good morning, Payne Chapel. Good morning, Reverend Brown. It's always an honor and a privilege to stand here before you and proclaim the gospel of the Lord. Uh, when I received the call Friday night from my dad, I'm like, you know, this is short notice. You know how I am about short notice. But it's a it's a statement that I believe that's from the Lord, from your pastor, from Payne Chapel, Amen. to have that confidence and just knowing that something will be done. And so I always give honor and praises to God for who he is and for how he has blessed and the many doors he has opened. And I even thank God for the doors he has closed. That's right. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Also giving honor to you, Payne Chapel. It's always good to come home, my home away from home. Amen. So I do have long years of ties with the AME Zion Church. And, and I make sure that I let everybody know this is where my studying came in. This is where my discipline, this is how I operate. And it shows that I also give honor and praise to my ride or die crew. I wasn't expecting them. <laughs> but I thank God for them because when they popped in and I saw both of them, my wife and my daughter, Man. Uh, I know I just lit up and they looked at me and they lit up too. Special thanks to my wife. And uh, I can't say enough about her, my best friend, my prayer partner, my everything. And in 10 days, 26 years of marriage. Tell you, we having the time to adjust. We had us a nice vacation. We came back from a seven day cruise, and I tell you, going back to work was just one of those hard things. <laughs> 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 I, Amen. We definitely enjoyed and glad that God kept us over all that water. Yes. Yes. Too much water to drink. Yes. <laughs> Amen. If you bear with me with these few scattered thoughts this morning, then trust me, I do have some scattered thoughts. I didn't bring no papers with me with no notes and none of that, so we got some scattered thoughts. That's all right, and amen. If you turn with me to Psalms, the first chapter. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I know you got it by saying amen. 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 Psalms, the first chapter. And it reads Bless this demand. They walked not in the counsel yes. of the ungodly, yes. nor standeth in the way of sinners, yes. nor sitteth in the seat of scorners. Yes. But delights 
in the law of the Lord, and his law doth meditate day and night. Yes. And he shall be like a tree planted by the water, rivers of water, yes. that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His uh, leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Yes. Amen. Let me look back at number, verse number one. And if you don't mind, I paraphrase that. Blessed is the church. All right. That's us. Blessed is the church. All right. Amen. Amen. For a few minutes, let's talk about what makes us so blessed. What makes us so blessed. All right. When I looked over this text, I began to just really question the text about what blessings means and what it means to be blessed. I took time out to look up in Webster, and Webster's, I was looking for this all out, just scholastic definition <laughs> what blessed is with big words, mighty words, and things, and it just simply said happiness. Amen. I'm like, that's it? Amen. Then it also, in the biblical of defining blessed, it says the righteousness of God. Amen. So I'm just putting that together as being happy in the righteousness of God. Amen. So just thinking about that when you see people and over your life, and I think about some people, God, they really blessed. When I see them driving the brand new SUV that I want, uh, Escalade 2019 with all the buttons, all the whistles and everything in it. And I said, oh, they are blessed, they are happy. So I decided one day, I'm just gonna look up just to see how much it costs. At $907 a month, you can't be happy. <laughs> That's one blessing I know. I mean, I don't hate on them. More power to you. I love them for it. If they like it, I love it. Amen. And even those who got the big homes built from the ground with 15,000 square feet, four bathrooms, seven bedrooms, three car garage, yeah. a three acre yard, they have to mow. <laughs> Are you really happy? Is that a blessing? <laughs> and it's 95 degrees outside with no shade. That's all right. But that's, that's what they call blessed. And even with some of the jobs, people making six-figure salaries, making all the money they think they want, they think they need, but again, comes along with that salary is the headache. Now, are you happy with that? Is that a bliss? It ain't a way. That's some blessings they can have. I like to have a salary. Amen. But honestly, just looking at this text of saying, blessed is the man. Yes. It shows that he's happy. Three things that I want to pull out of this scripture is first, that this blessed man who is happy, that he does not walk in the counsel of the God ungodly. He's careful where he walks. Ooh, amen. We as Christians must be careful where we walk to show that we are blessed. Yeah, well. we, are, we, we see day by day, we see events going on, and we see we have ungodly people. Amen. In this world, in this nation, we even look at our president. I, I can't even do that, can I? Well, we look at a person who is a political leader. Yeah. Right. And some of the decisions that he made, right. it seems like that he's ungodly. And it sometimes it makes you want to question yourself, what is this person's motive? Is he really blessed? Is this a godly man? What is on his mind? What is his objective? What is his motive? But again, we as Christians, we have to be that blessed person to watch where we walk, to watch where we carry ourselves. Because as you know, we are some Bible. A lot of people do not read the Bible. We are somebody else's Bible. Ooh, they read us and watch us, and they learn from us. They learn from us. So we're supposed to be Christians, and we're supposed to be living Christian lives, and people have this thing that Christians are supposed to do everything right. 
We don't have no bad days. We don't have no trials and tribulations. We don't have no issues. But I beg to differ, we do. We as Christians, we are constantly under attack by Satan. And when Satan wants to get on your track, he will not let up till he tries to take victory over you. But we as Christians, that says a lot because we serve a Christ who already have the victory. So we have to be those blessed people and watch where we walk. Because our walk is essential to somebody else. If it's not only for somebody else, but it's definitely for you. So you want to lead example and set examples for somebody to follow. Amen. And that is the right way. Amen. I think about growing up with my parents and they done everything they had to do to make sure they showed us, me and my brothers, the right way to live. That's right. The right way to walk, the right way to carry ourselves, the right way to treat others. Thank God. Um, they taught us everything we needed to know. My mom was a strong disciplinary. She, yes, she woke us. <laughs> and we talked about the other day. She said, Donna, I didn't hardly whoop you, Donna. I said, yeah, you sure did. <laughs> I remember the early dust things. I remember those big old thick brooms. I remember the stitching cords. I remember the belts. I remember all of that. But through it all, though, she wanted to make sure that me and my brothers walked the right way. And then when she married my dad, he came along with the disciplinary as far as studying and staying in school. And I'm like, man, as long as we just go, we okay. He said, no, you got to have good grades to make it in life. Amen. But the most important thing, you got to read your Bible and you got to know the Lord. Amen. And so those were things that they instilled in us as children to always follow the Lord. Amen. And I look at that and I instill that same thing in our children today and in our grandchildren. That you got to have the Lord on your side. That's right, amen. So this walk that we have, we have to be careful as Christians where we walk. Yeah. Because we want to set examples for those who are coming up behind us. Amen. So bless this the man. Bless this the church. Bless this the family. Mm -hmm. That first are careful where they walk. And the text goes on to say, nor stand in the way of sinners. My Lord. That is very important. He's careful. You got to be careful where you stand. And where you stand says a lot about what you believe in. I look at this night campaign that come out and we have a whole bunch of back and forth about it. It's a good thing, it's a bad thing because uh, Kaepernick decides, Nike decides to use Kaepernick to stand up for their uh, advertising as far as Nike when he says, believe in something or sacrifice everything. Mm -hmm. So he's standing for something. Mm -hmm. And that way as Christians we have to stand and we have to stand on the promises of the Lord. Yeah. Because we live in a dying world. That's fastly going away. Yes. But long as we as Christians stand up on the word of the Lord, we have the promises that God right. has for us. Yes. He has promised to love us, promised to keep us, and promised to give us everything that we yes. can above our imagination and hope That's for. Right. We stand on the promises of God, and everything that he promises us, he will deliver. Because when you read the descriptions and read scriptures and it tells you when God shall do something, that small word shall said he promised. And one thing I know about God, that he always does what he says. Yeah. He always make a way. Yes. When it don't seem like there is no way, God always makes a way. Yes. When it seems like a door can't open it, God can't open it. Amen. Even standing up against the trials and tribulations, what man can do and what man tries to do to you. But when you trust and believe and stand on the promises of God, watch God just take over every and give time. you the victory every time. Amen. Every time. And I can truly and honestly say, I never had a day where God did not bless me. Amen. I never shed a tear where God didn't dry up. Amen. 
I never met a day when he did not feed me. I never met a day when God did not clothe me. I never had a sad day when God didn't give me joy. I never had a disruptive day when God did not give me peace. Amen. And one thing about it, I stand on God's promises and I stand still today. Amen. Through trials, through tribulations, through many variations of things, yes. and knowing that God is a way maker. Yes, and he is. blesses his truth. Yes, he is. Because we are blessed. Yes. We are happy. Yes. We serve a God who gives us everything that we can have. Because he loves us that much. So I just trust in that. Blessed is the man. Yeah, blessed is me. Because I trust in God. I believe in God. And I stand on his word. And I know what his word says. And I know what his word will do. His word will make us. His word will take us. His word will just bless us. Because that's God's word. That's his love letter to his truth. To us. That's what he given us as his God. Because we are his people. And we are ordered, and we got to just have a responsibility, and you should just have the, the desire to just stand on God's word. Just think about it. If you look back over your life at all the things that you have been through, look back over life, all the things that you have seen. Look back over your life, all the things that you have been through, through the trials and tribulations, when you didn't know what you were going to do, when you didn't know what you were going to turn, when friends turned back on you, you know what, family walked away. But when you looked up and you see that God was at your side, God was right there blessing you. When you didn't know how you was going to get up, it was God. When you didn't know how you was going to get through, it was God. When you didn't have no one to turn to, God stretched out and reached his hand for you and was constantly pulling you through. It was God pulling you through. It was God pulling you through. Stand on his promises because it's always God. He's by your side. He's by your side. What makes you so blessed? What makes you so blessed? You have to be careful where you walk. You have to be careful where you stand. And then you have to be cautious where you sit. The text goes on to say, nor sit it in the seat of scorners. Amen. Cautious where you sit. Amen. When you sit down, that means that you are being content on where you're at. You're taking a relaxed position. Mm -hmm. You're stable. You're okay. This is where you want to be. But the text said that being blessed, you do, you, you're cautious of where you sit. We as Christians have to be cautious and not be so confident or not be so, all right. trying to think right. of my word, but it'll come it's to me, right. to be so relaxed and sitting around scopes. That's people... Let me just cut it straight. People scoffers are people who are just against God altogether. Yeah. Who talk against the church, who talk against Christ, who talk against the Bible, who talk against Christian living. My Lord. We run across those that I know we experience. I experienced them at my job. Yeah. Anything that's holy, they're against it. Anything that's sanctified, they're against it. Anything dealing with the Lord, they are against it. And sometimes we as, we as Christians, we get confidence around those people because we like what they say. It's the little things that tingle our ears and it's good gossip, it's good, good information, and it just appeals to you sometimes. Mm -hmm. But to be blessed and to be a Christian, you have to move yourself from that. Amen. Amen. And I believe this: everybody in here yeah. wants to have that better life. Yes, Lord. Because do you, do you know, do you believe that people can speak curse upon your life? People can speak bad things upon your life. 
If you constantly sit around it, you constantly stay around it, that stuff that's transferring spirit will go into you. Next thing you know, you'll be just like that. But we as Christians, we have to know that we have to just move ourselves away from that. We have to be blessed because God has blessed us more than what we want. God blessed us way better than what we can ask for. God has blessed us way, way beyond what we can just think about. And that's just amazing to me how God can just bless you beyond your imagination. Come on now. Beyond what you think of. Beyond what you hope of. Beyond what you pray of. That's powerful to me. To live that blessed life because God wants you to be blessed. Yes. He wants you to be happy. He wants you to have his righteousness. Yes, and we serve a loving, unselfish God who's just willing to give everything to us. Yes. Everything. And, and I believe that because I go on and continue to read through the text and it says about this blessed man who meditates on the law of the Lord day, day and, and night. night. Well, day and night. Yes. That says that he's got 24 four hour protection around his mind, around his spirit, around his soul. Right. I think about the song we sing every night and then said, I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I woke up this morning praying and singing. I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. And the last verse said, the devil don't like it when your mind is stayed on Jesus. And so the text goes on to say, he meditates on the law of the Lord day and night. And to you, my brothers and sisters, I say, meditate on the Lord, on the word of the God day and night. Because we, we, we need that day and night. We need to know that God wants to bless us day and night. We need to know that God loves us day and night. Yes, sir. We need to know that God is our praise and help in a time of need day and night. Amen. We need to know that we can look up all the hills for our help and God is our help day and, night. day and night. We need to know that God will bless us on our going out and our coming in day and night. We need to know that God is a way maker for us day and night. We need to know that God can save us day and night. We need to know that God has peace for us day and night. We need to know that God has joy for us day and night. We need to know that when we wake up with our mind stayed on Jesus, that we know we have victory. When our mind is stayed on Jesus, we know we have peace. When our mind is stayed on Jesus, we know doors can open. When our mind is stayed on Jesus, we have healing. When our mind is stayed on Jesus, we have protection. When our mind is stayed on Jesus, we are blessed. We are blessed. Blessed is the people. Blessed is the people. Blessed is the people. Be blessed. God bless you. At this time, it's off the extension invitation to discipleship for someone who does not know Jesus Christ and the pardon that they sin. The Bible tells us if you confess with your mouth, Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead. You shall be saved. That shell is a promise. Yes, Lord. And I and I advise you and I implore to you, my people, and I just tell you, each and every day we have decisions on what we're gonna do, on what we're gonna wear, on what we're gonna eat, what we're gonna watch, where we're gonna go. But when it comes to salvation, when it comes to eternity, you have two choices. And I always say, choose Jesus Christ as a choir says.
Reverend Donnie for that wonderful message. Thank him for making us look introspectively at how our actions cause us sometimes not to be blessed as we could be blessed. 